The Braves have made a flurry of roster moves recently, and they are all unexpected. They shake up their whole roster, and the opening day lineups looking different by the second. There is outrage spreading through Braves country right now with these moves, and I will get into all of it and more. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow, it's only done one way, the Braves Way. Welcome to the Braves Way Podcast. Welcome back, guys, to the Braves Way Podcast. Welcome to cold Florida right now. It is currently 46 degrees, and I am freezing my butt off. Um, But... I am heated. <laughs> this Braves news keeping me warm, if you know what I mean. So yesterday, on March 20th, the Braves made so many moves to thin out their 40-man roster, their, their opening day roster, basically 40-man. You know what I mean. But he, let's read off these these names and see if your blood boils. All right. This is from a tweet from the Braves yesterday. The Braves today option right-handed pitcher Nick Anderson, infielder Von Gerson, infielder Braden Shoemake, outfielder Jordan Luplo, and outfielder Eli White to AAA. Gwinnett. And reassign left-handed pitcher Danny Young, catcher Ryan Castile, catcher Joe Hudson, and infielder Yolmer Sanchez to minor league camp. Atlanta now has 32 players in camp. Yes, you're probably reacting the same way I did when I first read this. Why? Why did they send down Von Grissom and Braden Shoemake? The answer is, I don't know. <laughs> you, We listened to last episode. You guys listened to it. I did it. So I know what I talked about. I talked about how this shortstop job is Von Grissom's to lose. And then what happens? Oh, they go out there and send them down to AAA. And I said, if it's not going to be Von Grissom, Braden Shoemake has a real legitimate chance. Oh, what do they do? Send them down to AAA. Uh, and clearly, everyone on Twitter is pretty pretty outraged by this. Nobody really understands it. I'm going to do my best to um, try to find an answer. I've been looking on Instagram or Twitter. I went through David O'Brien's tweets, some of um, some of uh, Mark Bowman's tweets, and they gave us some insight on why they did this. Um, so let's try to find it. So let's the Braves opening day roster at this point. Their opening day shortstop is going to be Orlando Arcia. That I'm not too upset with because he was an everyday shortstop in the past with the Brewers for quite a few years, quite a few years. So I'm not really upset with that. What I don't really understand is keeping Ehire Argianza up there as a bench spot. But then I read the tweet from DOB 
saying that he's all out of minor league options. So he said here, hold on, let me find it. The Braves didn't want to lose any depth, and you know how big depth is for AA, which they would have if they kept Arcia at utility. So they're saying if they moved over Arcia to the utility role, they they would have lost Adrianza because Adrianza is all out of uh, minor league options. So it, since Adrianza is all out of minor league options, they would have to release him or keep him on the major league roster, which they decided to keep him on the major league roster because if they released him or sent him down or option or whatever, I don't really know how it works, he would have opted to become a free agent instead of going down the minor league, and then he would have signed another deal somewhere else. And you might say, oh, it's just Adrianza. Like, no big deal. We can find another bench player. Let me remind you how big Adrianza was for us back in 2021, back in our World Series run. Let me remind you, him and Guillermo Heredia, they they were our everyday players for a stretch there in the middle of the season where we needed big at-bats, big outfield presence. And they were... They held their own in the outfield, and they're a big reason why we ended up being able to get it going down the stretch and have that magical postseason run. So Adrianza has been huge for us in the past. He's a great bench player, great bench option. He's always going to be that that solid bench player for you that you need. Last year of the Nationals, he did. Per- he was all right. He, I think he, I don't know if he played every day, but he played a lot. That's for sure. I'm pretty sure he probably did play all the day, all all day with um that roster. <laughs> but like you could be calling for his head, saying this is stupid. This is really stupid. Um, I agree to some extent. It's stupid because why why not wait till the end of spring training and then. Send Von Grissom down to see if he can show you a little bit more. Or, um, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of confusing. But the fact that they sent down not just Von Grissom and Brandon Shoemake, they sent down Nick Anderson, which is like, what? Why'd they send down Nick Anderson? He's supposed to be one of our bigger relief pitching. Reason why. They sent Anderson down. It's because he had two options left. So uh, DOB says here they believe Anderson will play a big role this season, but for now he had options and can use more innings as he rebuilds his arm strength. So they're going to send him down there. They're going to get him. They're going to get him some more reps, and they're going to be like, "Go down there, get your arm back, come back up here. You'll be a big part of what we do this season." So if I'm Nick Anderson, I'm like. All right, bet. I'll do it. I'll go strike out some silly AAA kids. <laughs> so that's why Anderson's down there. Um. So they optioned Jordan Luplo and Eli White. Jordan Luplo, like I said, I haven't heard anything about him, so eh, go ahead. Eli White, last episode I talked about how, how great he is doing right now, how he's just on fire. So why would they send him down? Well, I did mention it a little bit last last episode where he's he's not out of 
options, so that's a big reason. They're going to send him down, get him some more work. And it's just, he's not, he's, I mean, he's not like to the point where like you were going to throw him in this part, starting position. If he was to that point, he would still be up there and he might be a bench player, might be a starter, but he's he's not there yet. And this will get him right for, if say he goes down there, keeps doing what he's doing, he'll be up here in no time. We will see Eli White this season. We will see Eli White this season. Uh, I'm assuming we'll see Luplo this season, but I'm not sure. So that leaves Kevin Pillar and Sam Hilliard up on the major league roster. It's for this. The reason why they're up there is for the reasons I said last episode. Kevin Pillar is that veteran presence, and you know how highly Brian Snicker thinks of veteran presence. He did back when we had Markakis. He does now with Charlie Morton. And this is just another thing. We have young outfielders out there. We have Harris and Acuna. They're both in their early to mid-20s, and they need some guidance. I'm not saying guidance on like how to perfect their swing or track down balls or anything. I'm saying guidance on how to handle a full Major League season. Acuna is pretty used to it now. He's accustomed to it now. But Harris, this will be his first full major league season this year he's never played 162 games in one year before and this will be a good this will be a test last year was was a pretty good practice test but now this this year will be will be the real deal so he needs some guidance kevin pillar will be that guidance i don't know if i expect kevin pillar to be of us the whole season i really don't know and i can't really speak on that because i i genuinely don't know um, Sam Hilliard, he's on the major league roster as of right now because he's all out of options, like we said, and they believe he could be a good bench outfielder, which, yeah, I'll agree. Whatever. Um, would I rather have Eli White up there? Yes, but Sam Hilliard was the starting center fielder for the Rockies last year, so he can play. Um... It says here Pilar and Hilliard will be the top options for fourth outfielder or semi-platoon left fielder, uh, even though Rosario is the primary guy there. That makes a lot of sense. Um, moving back on the Grissom and sending them down, you're probably asking why. Why are they doing this? Well, I explained why, because they think Arcia is going to be the solid solid option there and then Adrianzo will be a good backup well another another question is what could have Grissom done more to earn earn the opening day starting shortstop position because in my opinion going over all the stats last episode going over everything he's done this spring training I was like yeah, he's got this in the bag. He's the starting shortstop. If he's not the starting shortstop, then he'll be the platoon shortstop. He'll be the bench player, and Arcia will just go out there. Well, first of all, I didn't know that Adrianza was all out of minor league options, and that leaves them in a bind. And I get it. I get it. Uh, I don't want to get it, but I understand the Braves' outlook on this. But someone 
one of you guys in Braves country had this question. What could have Grissom done to secure the job? And David O'Brien says here, I trust what he says. Um, he says if he had four to five home runs or eight to ten extra base hits this spring, stole five to six bases or OPS a thousand and or played terrific defense, it surely would have made the decision harder. So you're looking at this, you're like, oh, crap, I don't know his uh, stats by heart. Let's go over his stats. So he played in 12 games, 35 at-bats, 13 hits, two extra base hits, uh, six RBIs, two walks, four strikeouts, two stolen bases. So David O'Brien is saying here um, he would have he would have to have four to five home runs, which he didn't have any home runs. He would have to have eight to ten extra base hits, which he only had two. Uh, I lost his name. He'd only, he'd only had two extra base hits. He said his OPS would have to be a thousand, and his was eight twenty nine. Stolen bases would have to be five to six, and he had two stolen bases. So. Basically, DOB is saying he would have had to have the best spring training <laughs> in all of Major League Baseball. <laughs> Which I don't even know if it's possible to get four to five home runs, uh, steal five or six bases, eight to ten extra base hits, and 35 plate appearances. I mean, he had 13 hits. Let's say he had five home runs, so then he would have to get five more extra base hits. That's ten hits right there. So ten of his uh, 13 hits would have to be in extra base hits. And if you get ten out of your 13 hits being extra base hits, how are you going to steal five to six bases? Hmm. Food for thought. <laughs> so he's, he's basically just saying he would have to have, like, outstanding numbers for them to feel like they need to burn Adrianza because if they call him up, Adrianza would be a free agent and they would basically like cut him. So that that's not an option in their minds because it's all about depth. And like I said earlier, depth is why we won the world series, which I agree with. It's hard to agree with, but I agree with, and that it makes a it makes sense. And I don't want it to make sense, like I said earlier, but it makes sense. Now, what's gonna go on in AAA with Shoemaker and Grissom? Well, Mark Bowman describes it really well here. He says neither Grissom or Shoemaker was clearly ready for an everyday role. Both may have a higher ceiling than Arcia, but Arcia was the safest bet to start the season. Grissom and Shoemaker will be better prepared to make an impact this year and beyond with another month or two of seasoning. So, that being said, they're they're sending them down. They're going to get some more practice, get some more reps. I don't think Vaughn Grissom's ever been in AAA, so... He kind of needs that mark on his passport, <laughs> figuratively. <laughs> He can say he went to AAA now. <laughs> um, but they're going to go down there, get some more at-bats, get some more defensive reps, and potentially 
They will be up this season. You will see both of them this season. Uh, God forbid an injury. So it's not like they're going to spend all spring training down there. It's not like it's going to be August before we see them. We're going to see these dudes in May, uh, June. It's not going to be later than that, I think. Um, so how? what are they going to do down there in Gwinnett? They're both shortstops. What are they going to do down there? They're going to split reps. Um, the Braves have thought of this because they think of everything. They're going to put Grissom at shortstop, and they're going to put Braden Shoemake at second base. So it's kind of vice versa from last year because Grissom went over to second and because Dan's being it. Yeah, it's kind of funny if you look at it like that, but maybe just to me. But Shoemake has had some second base experience, not a lot. But he's had some. And since Ozzy is still trying to regain his strength from all of the um, injuries last year, broken hand, broken foot. I think it was broken hand. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's still regaining his strength. They need second base help. Um, on the roster, you have Adrianza because he can literally play everything. You have Arcia, but he's at short. So they're going to give Shoemake some um, reps there at second. God forbid an injury to Ozzy or anyone else. They have someone ready to come up and make an impact. Because Shoemake's defensive abilities are, like, amazing. So they are pretty confident he can come over to second. And he can do just as well as he did at short. It might take a little bit to get adjusted, but that's why it's in the minors. So that's that's basically all the news. Um, it's crazy. Crazy to think. And when I say people are outraged, they are outraged. You want me to go on Twitter real quick and just look over everything? Because people are absolutely going bananas right now let's look up Vaughn Grissom all right Someone said here, Von Grissom needs 16 days of minors for extra year of control. Let's not pile on good people like Chris over how cheap the Braves are. So, I don't know who Chris is. But, I didn't know that. Apparently, if he's down in the minors for 16 days, he gets an extra year of control. I mean, is that kind of like scummy of the Braves? I don't know. I don't know. Um, extra year of control of Von Grissom? Shoo. I would like that. <laughs> I would like that a lot. But I don't know. If if Arcia is not helping the, the major league team like in the first month, not even the first month, we'll see Grissom up. Arcia has to perform. You guys are forgetting Arcia is just going to go out there and he's just going to – he can suck, suck and – 
he'll they won't pull him out because this is his job forever. It's not his job. This is his job right now. It's gonna be Grissom's job in the future. Guys, this is Grissom's job and like from years to come. RCA won't even be a part of this team in the next three years, let alone the next year. We I don't know where RC is going to be next year. I don't think it'll be for the Braves, if I'm being completely honest, because that'll be Grissom's job. So you guys are all complaining that Grissom's down there in the minors. He's going to be part of the Major League roster from years to come. He will be the shortstop for years to come. So this is literally just going to be a month or two. It's not going to be long. Someone says here, I think the Braves are going to destroy Vaughn Grissom doing what they just did. Has the kid... Has the kid thinking he what what? Oh, has the kid thinking he was the new starting shortstop and then sent him the triple A? Easy way to destroy a kid's mentality. I don't think that'll do it. I don't think it'll do it to um Vaughn. I think Vaughn will just. I think he'll just shrug it off. Say, "Oh, I gotta work some more." He'll go down there get some more reps. This. He knew dang well going into spring training, going into last offseason, that this was not his job. Unless Brian Snicker came up to him and said, "This is your job to lose." That's the only that's the only way I can see him having a bad mentality about this. But I don't think he has that mentality. I think he has a mentality like, "This is my job. I need to prove that it's my job." And he I he will do that. This is literally going to be like a month, one or two month thing. Like, guys, this isn't going to be the whole year. Someone says here, why did the Braves go with Orlando Arcio over Vaughn Grissom? Why did they option the others? What's next for Grissom and Shoemake? That is very good questions, and I already answered those. Now, Shoemake, I really don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> I really don't know what they're going to do with Shoemake. I think he'll be up in the, I think he'll be up in the majors. Um, I just don't know where. Because our shortstop position is kind of locked. Uh, unless you have Shoemaker at shortstop and then DH him with um, Vaughn. <laughs> uh, um, another good point that a lot of people are saying here. Vaughn, this news today is, or yesterday is wrecking people's fantasy teams. So I apologize. If you have a fantasy baseball team and you have Von Grissom on it, um, your season's not off to a good start. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That might be why everyone's outraged. <laughs> I didn't even get into David O'Brien low-key having Twitter beef right now with a bunch of dudes that's calling him calling him a Braves D-Rider and stuff. Um like someone called, someone said, uh, one tweet said, David, you were, you were like talking so good about Von Grissom all spring training. You were doing, you were covering everything he had saying he was doing so good. And then now you act like this news wasn't even a surprise. And I was like, Ooh. Oh, got you there, David. Oh, got you there. And then he just, uh, he copy and pasted an article he made where it says how surprised he was. So, <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny. 
So that was today's news. It's not a super duper long episode today. I just wanted to get over all the breaking news. Um, either tomorrow or Thursday, I will get into the World Baseball Classic. Tonight, Tuesday, March 21st, is the World Baseball Classic final between USA and Japan. If you didn't watch the Japan game last night, my gosh, what a good game. Japan was down 3 nothing the whole game until the 7th. They hit a three-run homer to tie it up. And then Mexico scores two more to make it 5-3. And then 8th inning, Japan scores one, 5-4. And then ninth inning, they score two to walk it off. Insane. Insane. It is going to be a great game tonight. Um, I will go into it tomorrow or Thursday, like I said. Go over who won, the stats, Biggest shining stars out of the World Baseball Classic. Biggest disappointments, Dominican. And biggest shockers, Mexico. And then we will dive deep into all of that. And it'll be a pretty fun episode. Because watching World Baseball Classic, it's been a lot of fun. They've been banger games after banger games. And I can't wait to watch the final tonight. Uh, And then after World Baseball Classic, we have baseball. March 30th. We got baseball right around the corner. I am so stoked, and I can't wait to hit the ground running this regular season. So thank you guys so much for listening. Talk to you guys later, and have a great week. Peace. The song that is my intro and my outro is Could Have Been Me by The Struts. And all copyright credits for this episode and all the other episodes from the Braveswag podcast all go to Major League Baseball and the Atlanta Braves. All names, image, images, and likeness all go to the Braves and Major League Baseball. Go follow the Braveswag podcast on Instagram and find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcast. Thank you.